Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. If you can think of a higher high, lower low in the span of 30 minutes that rivals what happened last night, I'm all ears because I don't remember in 40 years of covering sports where you had a moment where Aaron Rodgers leads the team out, the American flag, anniversary of 9-11. That place is pumped. We've had all the buildup. You're playing the bills. And... Four plays in, Aaron Rodgers is done. Brian Costello covers the Jets for the New York Post, and he joins us now. When did you know that this was probably the end for Aaron Rodgers, Brian? Uh, probably, Dan, when they brought the cart to take him from the medical tent to the locker room, which is about 25 to 30 yards. So that it tells you he couldn't walk that distance. You don't usually see them cart. You know, you see guys could cart off the field. You don't usually see the cart to the medical tent. So once that happens, you know, I, I thought it was bad. How would you describe the atmosphere prior to that? Oh, it was electric. I mean, it was incredible. I, I can't remember a Jets game ever having an atmosphere like that before the game. Uh, maybe maybe Rex Ryan's first game against the Patriots at, at Giant Stadium, but nothing at MetLife was like that. It was you know, they, the Jets did a great job with the, the lights were out. They had all these, they all, everyone had a bracelet on that lit up and the, the place method man was introducing them and they call her coming out with the American flag. I mean, it, it was crazy. It was a really electric atmosphere. Any news this morning, any updates? No, nothing yet. He's having an MRI. I'm not sure what time I'm sure we'll find out later this morning, but I mean, I, they, there's not much hope here. Um, you know, my understanding is a doctor, feels your your ankle and they can tell if the Achilles is intact. And this is just kind of a formality to make, make sure. But so I, I don't think there's much hope for anything here, but we'll probably find out later this morning for sure. Okay. What are the options as the Jets move forward? Well, I think Zach Wilson is, is, you know, he's the guy right now. They've got a game in Dallas on Sunday. There's nothing they can do right now. Um, so he, he's the guy and, Look, they've been building towards Zach Wilson having a second act. I don't think they ever thought it was going to come now, but this is the what, what they've been working on. They decided not to get rid of him this offseason, kind of keep him and try to rebuild his confidence, have Rodgers work with him. So he's the guy for now, and I think they'll see if they can win some games riding their defense and their running game and managing around him, sort of like what they did last year in the middle of the year. 
And then if, if, you know, if it's not looking good, maybe then they explore other options. But right now, I think this is the Zach Wilson show. Okay. Do you place a call to Tom Brady? <laughs> I guess. I guess you call Don Yee, his agent, and, and see. I, I think it's a really big, long shot. I, I mean, I can't even fathom how you'd make that work salary-wise, how you'd, you know, with the salary cap. <laughs> well, you know, the quarterbacks are not coming for $6 million, right? He, Tom Brady is going to want a good amount of money. And you'd have to completely just strip down the offense and rebuild it. Uh, you know, that he doesn't run the same offense as Aaron Rodgers. So I think that's a pipe dream. But yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess you could see if he's, he, he's interested. I wonder, do the Jets know what they have in Zach Wilson? No, they don't. Um, I think there's fingers crossed and there's some hope. And I do think he handled all this pretty well uh, over the last eight months. Uh, you know, I, he, he lost his job and he, embraced it and he seems to have a good attitude and you know he, he did some okay things during the preseason but nothing that tells you okay he's ready to be a different quarterback right now um you know i i think i think you're gonna see them manage around him dan i, I thought we saw that the in the fourth quarter last night the end of the game you know maybe you take a shot to the end zone yeah. there instead of when you're setting up for that last field goal no shots to the end zone it was handoff <laughs> handoff 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 they were not letting him throw the ball so you know, if you remember last year when the Jets got hot in October, that Zach Wilson was the quarterback, and they figured out a way to win, and they rode their defense, and they rode Brees Hall, and I think they're going to try to do that again, and that will work for some of the time, and there's going to be some games where it will not work at all. And Dallas, I mean, if Dallas plays like they did against the Giants this past week, this week this week could be a tough one, and you know the Jets are going to struggle playing from behind. That that's where the problem is going to be, and that's what Aaron Rodgers was supposed to solve was they weren't going to be behind number one, and then they always felt like they were going to be in it in the fourth quarter with Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to feel like that with Zach Wilson. Who had a worse weekend, the Giants or the Jets? Who I'd say the Jets. I mean, because look, the Giants can say, "Oh, it's one week. We're moving on." Uh, you know, it's a long season. Uh, you don't overreact at week one. I mean, Dan, everyone saw this publicly. You watched Hard Knocks. This entire organization was built around Aaron Rodgers this season. The whole yeah. thing. The defensive coordinator, Jeff Ulbricht, sat there in the first episode saying, this is our quarterback. We can win with this guy, right? And everything was about Aaron Rodgers, and that was gone in four plays. I mean, it's just it's hard to even wrap my brain around it right now, and I've been around the Jets a long time, seen a lot of bad Jetsian things. But this one is is tough to comprehend right now. This is why the Jets can't have nice things, Brian. I mean, it's really just unbelievable, Dan. And I think Jets fans would probably describe me as pessimistic about the Jets, but even I could never have foreseen four plays and a going like this. It's just incredible. And you know what? He was under duress in three of those four plays. Yeah. You know, Brees Hall had a really nice run, but – I, I mean, I was worried right away when I'm going, wait, they're just starting and they're putting pressure on him. And yeah. even when he got sacked, I'm like, did anybody block anybody on that play? Yeah, it's not. Look, Dan, the, the offensive line was a concern all through training camp. Yeah. You know, we, we wrote about it. We talked about it. It's, it's hard for me to pin this completely on them. The, the way it was explained to me, that play was supposed to be a quick pass. If you watch Dwayne Brown, the left tackle, he dives at Leonard Floyd's legs. It was a cup lock. Okay. Usually that's a cup lock, quick pass. He didn't execute the cup lock. He didn't knock the guy to the ground, so he failed in that aspect. But it seemed like Rodgers maybe, I don't know if the coverage forced this, but held on to the ball a little bit. And then, you know, it just it, – it, 
you know, but you should be able to give up a sack and not expect to lose your quarterback for the season. It's just incredible. Will they move to natural grass next year? That's a great question. I just saw DJ Reed, their cornerback, just tweeted about it, uh, said, you know, it's time for natural grass. Randall Cobb was pretty vocal in the, the locker room. I know David Bakhtiari put some stuff out there last night on social media. Uh, that, I mean, that, I think that's an NFL question more than the Jets even, right? I, I, that stadium has a lot of use between the two football teams. Mm. There's concerts there constantly. I'm not smart enough about turf and grass to know how that works, but I, I, I got to think it'd be difficult to maintain that field. You know, ESPN last night highlighted what the transition that field that went under. I think there was concerts there. There was sold out concert there Thursday, sold out concert there Friday, Giants game Sunday night, Jets game Monday night. That's an incredible amount of use for a field. Dan. And so I, I'm not sure grass can sustain that. Um, you know, so I, I, I don't know if they can do that. Before I let you go, we're talking to Brian Costello, covers uh, the Jets for the New York Post. Just trying to figure out the recovery time for Aaron Rodgers, factoring in he's going to turn 40 in December of coming back from an Achilles. Have you had any information on that? Yeah, a little bit. I I think, you know, the way I understand this is surgery is immediate. It'll be like this week. It's not not like an ACL where you you take some time before the surgery. So I think the surgery, I think he'd be able to probably throw – sometime in the spring and then, you know, he'd be able to come back. I think next season it's week one. So I think it's about, you know, it's about a year. Mm-hmm. Usually they come back. The question is, Dan, he's going to be 40 years old in December. Uh, it's a tough rehab. And does he want to, is he going to want to undergo that rehab? You know, you, you got to think, is he going to not want to go out like this? This is a, a tough way. I, I would, I, he's a, you know, obviously a very prideful guy. I, I got to think he's going to, he's not going to want the ending of his career to be like this, but it's a hard road back. I know you're busy. Thanks for joining us, Brian. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. He's uh, one of the popular co-hosts of NFL Network's Good Morning Football, Kyle Brandt, joining us on the program. He's a, a, a torn Achilles survivor. Um, I, I don't know how big that community is, how often they meet, but uh, Kyle joins us on the program. You were on the sidelines last night at MetLife, Jet Life Stadium. That's right. How would you describe the, the atmosphere? It's the sharpest, fastest 180 I've ever seen. In, in about 20 seconds, Rodgers is running out with an American flag on 9-11. It's the people who have covered the Jets for 30 years say it's the loudest they've ever heard the stadium. And then 20 seconds later, he's on the cart. I'm standing on the, on the field, Dan, and I'm standing next to some first responders who are being honored there, the New York firefighters. The second he goes down, I'm standing next to him. The guy turns to me and he says, oh, he's done. He's done. And I go, really? He goes, he's done. Um, the weirdest thing about last night, I don't think this came off on the broadcast, is that there was really bizarre weather in New Jersey last night. There was a shelter-in-place warning. There was all sorts of rain and stuff. So thousands of Jets fans were late arriving to the stadium. I had to leave right after the injury because I had to do the morning television. Then I walk out of MetLife, and the first thing I saw were these Jets fans coming in. There was a family of five. It was a husband. It was a wife. It was three kids. One of the kids was on the dad's shoulders. All five of them are wearing number eight Aaron Rodgers jerseys. They don't know what happened. They walk into the stadium with thousands of other Jets fans, and they're like, what the hell is Wilson doing in the game? It was genuinely sad. I felt bad for him. I have no bad jokes. I think it was a terrible thing. Yeah, I'm sports depressed today. Yes. You know, I don't know if there's a clinical condition for that, but it's just you don't want to see. We wanted to see what the possibility was for the Jets. And and I, I, I mentioned this to the audience, the highest of highs and lowest of lows. You know, would you put the Falcons leading 28 to three in the Super Bowl to losing this? Like, I'm trying to look at comps yeah. for this. Bill Buckner and the Red Sox are going to win the World Series. Ball yeah. goes through his legs. Um, Bartman with the Cubs, like the highest of highs and the lowest yeah. of lows. And I don't know if you have one that comes to mind. Well, Bartman was really personal to me. I'm from Chicago, but I remember that, you know, that three hours of that game six before it all fell apart. I said, we're going to the World Series. We had the joy. It was taken from us, but the Falcons fans had a great day that day until the second half turned around against the Patriots because the worst part is, Dan, if the Jets fan thing happens last night, they didn't even get a single completed pass. They didn't even get a taste, and then they got to wake up in this morning and be insulted by seeing names like Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke. That doesn't help. That's not what you need. (laughs) 
Uh, Roger's demeanor, and you, of course, tore your Achilles. I did. But Roger's, I think, and Kobe, when Kobe tore his, I, you, from what I'm told, and you'll know it better, but they knew it. Like, Rodgers knew that this was something serious. Kobe knew it was something, and it was something different. Because it's not a knee, it's not an ankle, it's an Achilles. What is that feeling like when you first know, something? I just did something really stupid? It's distinct. It's not, I turned my ankle. Those guys do that three times a night. It's not someone stepped on me, I'm just going to walk it off, give me a second. You know immediately that something's broken. I ruptured my Achilles at the exact same age as Aaron Rodgers, 39 years old. It was the same legs, the same injury. I'm not likening my, myself to him as an athlete, but we're both flesh and blood. And the thing they never want to do is they never want to go down. You notice that both Rodgers and Kobe, they get up and try to walk it off, and then they go down. And when I was reading about last night, one of the linemen from the Jets goes to help up the quarterback, and he says, no, I'm not getting up. It's a sickening certainty that your body is not hurt. It's broken. And there's something missing. And that's why, you know, Dan, this morning, I I detest this phrase that's going around right now about they fear he has a ruptured Achilles. Let me make this very clear. The Achilles test for a rupture, it is five seconds long. You do it on the field. You put the athlete on their stomach or on the table. You squeeze their calf. If their foot moves, the Achilles is intact. If it doesn't move, it's ruptured. So any team that fears the Achilles is torn, it's done. They know already. There's no fear. It's a certainty. Yeah. I, so it's a. Uh, this is probably a formality. I don't know why. It is. But he's going to do a you know MRI this morning, and, and they're going to find out that it is a torn Achilles. But the recovery part of this at that age, you're just coming back to have normalcy in your life. Right. He's trying to come back to play quarterback in the NFL. Uh, handicap, you know, what it's going to take. Well, it, you make the point. I, I was trying to be able to take out the garbage again and carry in groceries. Rogers is going to try to lead the Jets again. I think he'll have surgery within the week. You do it as fast as possible. And then you rehab, you rehab, you rehab. And listen, if he wants to play football and the Jets want him to, he'll be ready to throw the football in the spring. And Dan, I expect that he will. I, I said it this morning. I'll say it again. I don't think this is over. One, it's possible medically. He's older, fine. We saw Dan Marino tear his Achilles come back and throw for 4,000 yards the next season. But also, look, Aaron Rodgers is not only the most talented quarterback I've ever seen, he's by far the pettiest and by far one of the most ego-driven. There is no way he's going to let the story end being crumpled up on a cart on September 11th in New Jersey. I think he will be back. He's under contract. He's not going to be pushed out by some sort of Jordan Love figure. He was to Favre. I think he'll rehab like crazy, throw in the spring, and be ready to play in the fall. I don't think he'll let it end like this. He's a torn Achilles survivor. Uh, Thoughts and prayers. Kyle Brandt from uh, Good Morning Football joining us on the program. What would you do Mm -hmm. if you ran the Jets? Um, I would look, put on the tape of the defense and of Brees Hall, and I would sit there and do nothing. And I'd say, Zach Wilson – Sit down, son. You're going to practice your handoffs, and you're going to throw it away, and we're going to punt the bejesus out of this season, and we're going to Trent Dill for this thing, and we're going to try to get to the playoffs. I've seen all the names. I mentioned already Carson Wentz and Heineke. Listen, Schrager was stirring the pot this morning trying to say that Brady is going to join the Jets, which would be 10 times Jeter decided to become a Red Sox at the end of his career because he offered some ownership. I don't see it. I know Brady's here. I also know Brady looks to be about 140 pounds, happy and at rest for the first time in his life. 
You want to set him up behind that Jets old line for these Jets fans who have hated him and now are going to celebrate it? I would sit there and be like, Zach Wilson, don't kill the season for us. The Brady thing's fascinating. But, Dan, if they offered to make him a trillionaire at the end of his life, <laughs> I think maybe you could get his interest. A trillionaire, though. Well, I think that's what people have to realize. That offensive line is not getting better. You can get better at the quarterbacking position by bringing in Tom Brady, but the line doesn't get any better. And Brady is slower, less athletic than Aaron Rodgers is. And if I'm Tom Brady, I I would say, can you send me all of the offensive lineman play from this year and last year? And uh, then I'll give you my answer. And that answer would be, are you kidding me? I know. No way. Um, But, you know, Zach, do the Jets know what they have in Zach Wilson? Yeah, definitely. They they definitely know. It's not much. They have him at drafted number two overall, and they have him under contract. And listen, don't don't underestimate the little – the, the hard knocks saccharin that they can sprinkle on things. That team makes everybody look like the greatest story you've ever seen. And Zach Wilson has had a great summer. He's trying hard and he's jovial and he's listening to Rogers. He still steps in and throws a terrible interception to Matt Milano last. It was just awful. He's not going to be the guy, but he can hand off. And man, they can run and play some D Dan. And if they get to, I don't know, 10 and 7, maybe they squeak in and then pray Rogers comes back next year. But they definitely know what they have. Give me the storyline. Good or bad, that will Mm -hmm. continue. So after week one's results, take the Jets out of this. But the the week one question, uh, good or bad, uh, that that persists the entire season. It wasn't an uh, an aberration. Well, I like to say that week one in the NFL is a liar. It It is a pathological liar. Weird, bizarre things happen in week one that are completely unique to week two through 18. Last year, you remember, the Bears beat the Niners week one. The year before that, the Jameis Winston Saints destroyed the Aaron Rodgers Packers. So a lot of these things, these familiar brands that we've all trusted in, they'll bounce back. The Bengals are not going to be terrible. The Steelers aren't. The Bills aren't. The one that I'm worried about is the Bears. And I'm really worried about the Bears and Fields at Al because I'm starting to see this disgusting cycle, Dan, for Justin Fields. And you start to see it where the people online and the fans will say, Oh, the O-line this and the coordinator that. And that stuff carries weight for a while. But when you're in year three and you've drafted O-line and you've spent money and you've drafted the receiver, it's it's like the parent, Dan, who like the, the quarterback is their kid. And, they're you know, the kid's struggling in sports. And they say, oh, the coach isn't teaching him right. And the kid can't get the math test right. And we got to get new teachers. After a while, your kid is stupid and unathletic. I'm sorry, but we can only say that for so long. The kid's 17. Nick Saban's not calling, my friend. That's what I'm worried about with Fields. I don't know why there were such great lofty expectations for the Bears. It's asinine. I got it. I, I didn't get, you know, I, Paulie is a Bears fan. I go, why were your expectations so high? And he goes, I, I don't know. We, uh, maybe Paulie was high. And that's why he had high expectations. Like, what are you doing? I mean, it's still the Bears at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, that receivers go there to die. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields is maybe who we think he is. That's just a, a nice curiosity. He, the offense seems to be every once in a while, Fields will make this sweet run and get nine yards and move the chains and everybody loses their minds. He never seems to throw the timing passes. And they're the number one pick in the draft. They held it. They had the keys to the party, and they traded it for a Panthers receiver who they threw to three times <laughs> in the first game of the season. That was Fields' 28th start. That was Jordan Love's third start. It, it was a nightmare. I'm, I'm, listen, you guys know, Paulie knows, like 
there have been five or six days in my life that have been disappointing as a Chicagoan. We already named one, the Steve Bartman game. Scotty Pippen refusing to enter the game when Phil Jackson drew up a play for Tony Kukoc, the second half of the Rex Grossman Super Bowl, my prom, <laughs> and the game on, the, on Sunday against the Packers. Just all terrible disappointments. Bears don't score. We don't score a prom. Yeah. Exactly right. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, imagine how your date probably uh, tells that story, too. I mean, she probably had a bad night, too. Terrible, Dan. The, the whole thing was at was at the O'Hare Hyatt, it's at a, a, a <laughs> O'Hare Hotel. We go, we went as platonic friends. We go to some house at the end. There's four other couples. The second we finish dinner, they go to four separate rooms, and my dumb platonic <laughs> friend and I are playing Uno on prom night. I swear to God, you can't make it up. Uh, you are the bears of prom dates. We really are. I don't even have one of those wild cards. I take it. I slap it down. I had terrible cards. The worst. Good to talk to you. Thank you again, Kyle. Thanks for having me, Dan. Love you guys. That's Kyle Brandt, co-host of NFL Network's Good Morning Football. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. 
Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hall of Fame broadcaster Al Michaels, the play-by-play voice of Thursday Night Football. Al will be on the call for the Vikings at the Eagles with Kirk Herbstreit. That'll be a kickoff at 8.15 Eastern. Good to see you again. Your reaction to what you saw last night with the pregame festivities and Aaron Rodgers' brief appearance. You know, I have so much stuff rolling around in my head that I can't get rid of. All I thought about at first was we did a game on Sunday Night Football five years ago at Lambeau. Chicago went into Green Bay. They had just signed Khalil Mack. Matt Nagy was making his debut as the head coach. Aaron Rodgers goes down in the first half, and they cart him back into the locker room. And it looks like the season is over. And maybe it's the Bears' time. The Bears led 17 to nothing at the half. They led 20 to nothing early in the third. Who comes back from the locker room? Aaron. And the other thing that popped into my head, Dan, crazily enough, was that Carl Sheffers, who was the ref last night, was the ref that night in Lambeau. And Green Bay came from behind and won the game. And Aaron, of course, will not have a great year. So that was the first thought I had. Okay, maybe it's not so bad. It didn't look so insidious. But we know it's a lot differently today. But, uh, man, oh, man, what a game that was last night. And what an ending. And, you know, that's pretty much why everybody loves football, because that was that was just crazy, top to bottom. And you have to be careful when you're calling a game of not speculating on an injury. Um, how, do, how do you do that in the moment where you see something like that without trying to get maybe ahead of yourself a little bit? Because... I've learned, and I think most announcers have learned through the years, we're not doctors. We are not. Um, and I think who was it, Scott Van Pelt last night said, we have all of these internet doctors. Yeah, everybody's, everybody is making their um, uh, decision as to what, uh, what the situation is. I'll never forget, there was an announcer, I don't want to mention his name, he's a good, good buddy, but it was in a game probably in the early 90s, Reggie Roby, the kicker, for Miami, got run into, he was laid out, and the analyst said, that is not arthroscopic surgery, that is reconstructed. That's how he analyzed that play. Oh, boy. Reggie Roby kicked the next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. no, we're, we, we all know, you, we're not doctors. We're not. Uh, and you just let it play out and then get the information from the team. It's as simple as that. I didn't know how long it took for you to check the Thursday night schedule for the number of appearances by the New York Jets. Did you do that uh, soon after Rodgers was carted off? But, yeah, we yeah we, um, we we know we have two. So you know it, it's not a good day for um, for the Amazonians right now because <laughs> the big game this year was going to be the Black Friday game. Yeah. So there's a day after Thanksgiving. And what's the game? Miami at the Jets. Okay? So we'll still be there. And who knows? I mean, maybe Zach Wilson becomes the story of the year. 
you know, that, that defense is good. I mean, I don't think that team is going to necessarily just fall apart. Yeah. At this, they proved that last night. They beat a good team. The defense was fantastic, obviously. Brees Hall looks like the real deal. That catch by Wilson was insane. They've got some good players. Good players, good coaching. And I think, you know, the Jets will just regroup, as they did last night, show some resilience, and who knows what's going to happen. I mentioned this to start the show, trying to uh, recall the highest of highs and lowest of lows in a game. With Rodgers going out with the American flag, the spotlight's on him, and then four plays in, his season is done. And a lot of people have brought up a lot of examples. The Falcons up 28-3 in the Super Bowl. Um, We mentioned the game that you called Malcolm Butler with the interception at the goal line because Seattle's going to win that Super Bowl. Um, Right. Bill Buckner in 86 with the Red Sox or the Bartman uh, game. Do you have a a memory there? Well, you know, the the Seattle game with Malcolm Butler. Did you think it was over? Well, I thought it, it it looked like it was going to be over, and I was only shocked that you know the, that that play was the the play that was called, which was a, a pass over the middle into traffic. And I always thought that um, you know second guessing that if you have Russell Wilson at that point in his career, you roll him out, and uh, maybe he runs into the end zone, or you throw it away. It's only second down. Yeah. Still have two more two more plays, but that that was stunning. And then. Um, there was another stunner in the uh, – I did the St. Louis-Tennessee Super Bowl after the 99 season, which ended on the one-yard line. That game was, you know, 16 to nothing Rams. Titans caught him. Rams took the lead on an Isaac Bruce, you know, 70-some-odd-yard touchdown pass. Here comes McNair and, and the Titans, and then the game ends on the one-yard line. Great tackle by Mike Jones, and that's how the Rams walked off the field with the Super Bowl. But, you know, there were so many, Dan, I mean, through the years that uh, – it's great. And, that, you know, why do we love sports? Because we're talking about all of the exhilarating moments. Week one of the NFL season, what storyline do you think is sustainable out of all these results? There were some, there were some interesting results. I mean, Cincinnati is not that bad. Let's face it. That was kind of a one-off. I mean, the, the Bengals are going to be, I have to assume, they're going to be fine. Um the one surprise to me was the Rams, where everybody thought, you know, this is a team, they're a bad team, and people even talking about tanking, which I just think is stupid talk anyway. The teams don't tank. These guys go out there to play. They don't tank. So I thought, the, you know, the Rams, it's funny because I happened to run into Sean McVay uh, a week before the, the game on Sunday, and he said, I think we're going to win the game. He was that confident. Nobody knows who's playing for them anymore, right? Cooper Cup is is on injured reserve. You know, what was Stafford going to do after he got hurt last year? You got, you know, Tutu Atwell uh, emerges. They've got guys you've never heard of, and they pretty much dominated that game. So that was a big surprise uh, for me. I think uh, Tampa Bay, you know, I watched that whole game to prepare for the, uh, for the Vikings uh, in our game on Thursday night. And that's one of those games where the Vikings really had it in their hands. They were controlling the game. And all of a sudden, Tampa Bay is just hanging in, hanging in. And the next thing you know, they're walking off with a victory. So as usual, you know, you got three, four, five stories every week that, uh, that are great. And uh, it'll keep us going until Thursday night. We're talking to Al Michaels. Uh, he'll have Thursday night's game. It's the Eagles and the Vikings. 
what is your curiosity level with Kirk Cousins? Uh, I've you know known him and, and have met with him a lot. I think he's a very good guy. I really like him, and I think I think a lot of people got to know him in that quarterback series. I thought he was very human. Uh, he's he's a very decent guy. He's a he's one of those guys who he's just kind of he's he's in the middle. He's not people keep, don't think of him as great. They don't think about him as terrible. He's got that um, that cross the bear about can't you know can't win the the prime time games blah 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 but that could end in a flash you never know it's like you know Phil Mickelson did win a major then all of a sudden he won a bunch of them um, I don't know Kirk is a he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league there's no question about it he now has maybe the best receiver in the league and they went out and drafted another receiver Addison scored a touchdown the other day at the USC. He's got some parts. They let Dalvin Cook go, though. I'm not sure they have a running game. But I think, you know, Cousins is the kind of guy who, one of these years, and I hope for his sake, I mean, like I say, he's, if you know him, you like him a lot. He's a good, good guy. And I think he gets um, an unfair shake from time to time. Remember when you lost the Super Bowl? It felt like you fell into an abyss. Uh, that, that right. you know, we looked at that team, they lost, and then they never got back to the Super Bowl. But, you know, here you have the Eagles, who could have easily won that Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. How do you uh, – what have you seen so far where you're going to expect this or look for this on Thursday night? Number one, you've got a fantastic quarterback in Jalen Hurts. You've got a really good defense I think the interesting thing with them is that they lost both coordinators because that's what happens when you have success. Uh, Steichen goes to Indianapolis, Gannon goes to Arizona. But they promoted from within on the uh, the offensive side and brought in Sean to side defensively. I think Sirianni did a really great job. There's a – in Philadelphia, there's just a good feeling around that team. There always has been. And you and I have talked about the fact it starts at the top. And Jeff Lurie has owned that team for over a quarter of a century now. Hard to believe Jeff's still, you know, a relatively young man. Uh, it's a classy organization. They do things right. It just it feels good around there. Can you win the Super Bowl? Every, of course you can. You can win the Super Bowl once every 32 years if you look at the law of averages. But that is a it's a very good team. It's a really good team. Again, can they get back? Sure they can. And it's not like it was, I think, in the old days where there was this, you know, Super Bowl hangover yeah. where you worked your ass off all season long. You got to the Super Bowl and you lost. I'll never forget. I did the, uh, I did the the Forty Nine er Chargers Super Bowl in '94 when the Steve Young threw six touchdown passes. Jerry Rice had a gigantic day. They killed him. They killed him. And we had Bobby Ross, who was the coach of San Diego, in a meeting the next year, early in the season or in preseason. And I said to Bobby in the meeting, how long did it take you to get over that game? He goes, I'm still not over it. So it, it's something that sits in, in the craw of people. It has to. Um, but I think you, you, I think these, in today's world, Dan, you got to look past that. And I think Sirianni and that organization is looking past that. The problem is, as you know, it's five months to the Super Bowl. You can't get there tomorrow. You got to do the grunt work and grind it out between now and February. 
What was your first NFL game that you called like? I was thinking about this the other day with our good friend, Rich Eisen. October 3rd, 1971, long story. I'm the announcer for the Cincinnati Reds. NBC calls me to do a Buffalo at Minnesota game, a point-to-point game. It's the year of the years of the blackout, so the game is not even on television in Minnesota. In Buffalo, it's on a UHF station because NBC is also doing the World Series and the playoffs in baseball, and so football gets preempted by the World Series. So the game is on a UHF station in Buffalo only, point to point. It's you've got to sit there, you know, with rabbit ears and move the antenna around. In that game, the Minnesota won the game nineteen to nothing. Bud Grant was the coach. In that game were. O.J. Simpson, and Al Cowlings. I did them in 1971. So, Dan, you go, (laughs) that's forever ago. Wow. But I still remember. I I worked a game with Johnny Morris, the former, you know, Bears wide receiver. And the Bears Bears have had such problems, obviously, offensively and finding the right quarterback through the years that Johnny still dots the record book. He's got a lot of records for the Chicago Bears <laughs> still to this day. Great to talk to you. Uh, how's the golf game? The golf game is horrendous. It's somewhere between awful, terrible, and horrendous. So you always give me a tip. Leave me with a tip. Leave Johnny Miller. Miller. That's the last tip you get. That, that doesn't work. Four syllables, right? <laughs> You take it back. With, you take it back with Johnny, and bring it through Johnny. with Miller. Yeah, and then what? Well, you got to hit the ball. <laughs> yes, it's a good idea. You know, hey, listen. When I play in a tournament, which I haven't done in a while, but when I played in the AT and T in two thousand eight at Pebble Beach, and five thousand people are lining the first fairway. Yeah. Do you know what my swing thought was? I couldn't get it out of my head. Please, God, don't let me whiff. <laughs> that was. <laughs> How's that for psyching yourself up? I know. Oh, and I hit 140 yard round ball on the left side and got the hell out of there. Yes, I. And people think you're a good golfer if you play in these pro ams, uh, you know, especially the AT and T. And I would be like, move out of the way, and then they started laughing. I go, no, 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 I'm serious. Move out of the way. I don't want to hit anybody. On the 14th hole, and I'm on television. It's the one time CBS takes a shot at me. And they have like 2,000 people, they call it Club 15, at, at Pebble Beach. And it, I, I tee it up, and the crowd's you know, yelling at me. They're yelling my whole career at me. And now all of a sudden it gets deathly quiet. And now I can't feel myself. And I stepped away, and I looked at the crowd, and I went, anybody got an Ativan? So what can I tell you? <laughs> uh, keep fighting the good fight, Al. You too, Dan. Thank you, buddy. That's Al Michaels. He'll be on the call Thursday night. The uh, Amazonians prime video. That'll be at 815 Eastern Vikings at the Eagles. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all new season of wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one on one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.